0: You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message.
1: Well, we've got a special guest for us today, two special guests actually, coming from Victoria. They've been in our church before. Uh, David and Jeannie McGrew, they are very special um, to our church. Um, they were. They have been friends of my family since I was a little girl, I've known them forever, but they're also um, big mentors for me. They've helped us a lot within our church and they have a special word for us today. So we're all going to tune in and hear what God has to say through them.
0: Good morning everybody there at Embassy Church.
1: Yeah, hi everybody.
0: Uh, We know it's not Sunday morning where we're at right now, but it's Sunday morning where you are, and we are so thankful to be with you. We sure are. We're going over in our hearts and minds right now who you all are. I hope you haven't changed chairs since we were last there, but we're (laughs) envisioning you. We bless Megan. We bless Jarrett and their family. Yes. Joan, Pastor Glenn, all of you that Wayne, all of you that we know, that we've known for years. And I want to take a minute to tell you how grateful we are for you. Yeah. So I'm going to read a scripture here. We're going to talk about love this morning for about the next half hour or so. Love, I've decided, might be the most essential message I've got in my life. It might be as mundane as it might seem to those of us that are listening. It might be the message that uh, is the message of the, of the future, the age. It's certainly the message of the body of Christ. So it's kind of blasé just to say we're going to talk about love but we are going to talk about the love of god to you the love of god in you and the love of god through you but i'm going to read out of first thessalonians chapter three out of uh this is this is a translation i use for my prayer book it's got paper clips in it and it's uh called hudson's it's just the pauline epistles all it is and he takes some liberties parts of it are a paraphrase but it's got lots of white space in it that I can write notes in for, for, uh, for my prayer time. And it's, uh, it's a real solid translation. But in First Thessalonians chapter three, verse nine, the, excuse me, verse 10, the apostle says, night and day we pray with great earnestness mm-hmm. to see you face to face. And he says, and make good your faith's defects. Some translations say what is lacking in your faith. He says, but it is to God that we look for the success of our efforts, which implies that we might not make it. So he says, we look to God. It says, may our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ prosper our way to you, but whether he enables us to come or not, that's kind of part of the paraphrase, whether he enables us to come or not, like it is today, we can't be there with you in person, but our hearts are there with you whether he enables us or not, may the Lord make you to increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we too increase and abound in love to you. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about those thoughts for just a second there. He says, first of all, that it's the Lord that makes you to increase and abound. And increase and abound are not just the same idea repeated twice. Increase is an idea that talks about like a a flood, like a yearly flood, how it rises up and the water goes out of its banks and that it takes new ground. When it's talking about increase, it's not just talking about getting better. It means going farther, going someplace it hasn't gone. May your love increase Mm -hmm. for one another and for all. Mm -hmm. May you not just build the relationships you've got. May you not just sustain and maintain the relationships that you've got but may your heart so grow that you take new ground for yourself, new ground for others, new ground for the kingdom, that you might love others, for each other, for the saints, and then for all, he says. Mm-hmm. He said, do it for all and may it abound, may it be full, may it be complete love, not just half love, not just a little bit of love, but may it, may it increase in space, may it be full and kind. And he says, just may he do this just as we do for you Mm -hmm. we want you to know that we love you and when we say we love you we want our own love to increase like this scripture talked about we want our own love to abound we want to love you in new ways and in better ways we want to love you more fully we're committed to that through our prayer and through our life, through our contact with you, mm-hmm. through, our, through our fellowship with Megan, through, you just all make us so rich and we're so happy mm. that we can have a place in your heart and life. And this is, this is a, a real thing to us both. And that we are prepared to love you yet more and more and more. To be able to increase and abound in love, you sort of have to have somebody in your life. Maybe you could do it through your relationship with the Lord by yourself if you pushed it. But it's good if you've got somebody in your life that you can say, I'd like to be able to love like that. It mm-hmm. stretches you. It pulls you into another realm. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're going to go today. Nice to be with you. I mm-hmm. wish we could see you. In our hearts, we see you. We love you and we bless you. Mm-hmm. you have anything you want to say? I do.
1: I was just thinking about um, that love increasing and abounding. I'm thinking about your pastor. I'm thinking about Megan. I'm thinking about how she holds in her heart the very love of Christ for each and every one of the people that God has given her. And she doesn't just simply have a love for you as the church, but she loves Prince Albert. She loves the city and the community that God has set her in. And as we watch Megan grow and step into new places, operating with new graces that are coming into her life, she is a wonderful display of the love and mercy of God. And we watch this in her, and we know that this love that abounds in her is a standard that you as the church watch and desire to conform to as well. I'm thinking about how David, when David was reading this prayer out of um, uh, 1 Thessalonians here, there's a phrase in here that, that asks for the Lord to prosper our way to you. And even though we're not with you today, I'm believing that the Spirit of God increases the way that we come into your hearts and lives today, that that would find a place of prosperity that enriches your life today, that enriches your thinking, that it enriches your heart in some way, that you are left with an increase of God from the things that are deposited in you by the Spirit of God through His Word and uh, the work that He does in you today. We do love you, and we're so thankful for the opportunity to be with you and uh, share the Word today, so may your ears hear. May your eyes see, may your hearts grow uh, as never before Mm. in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. So this is Megan and Prince Albert then, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry. normally we'd stop the tape and start all over again but uh we'll we'll forego that i hope you enjoyed that little
0: i did that i did that <laughs> just for Jean. i knew it was making Prince pretzel
1: well if you watch closely i'm sure you'll be able to view all the happenings that are going on in our midst as we're trying to film this from everything with the dog <laughs> showing up in the fireplace the and dog's in the fireplace uh, no not in the fireplace but you can see the reflection in the glass but anyhow moving along just enjoy the just enjoy uh the time that we are being able to share with you today
0: I do because we are <laughs> I do wish you could see my socks I do wish that
1: <laughs> I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great thanks yeah. thanks for laughing yes. at me I believe in my heart and I say with my mouth that you laughed yeah. at me yeah uh we're going to read out of Philippians chapter one now and out of this translation we may have touched on some of these verses before but these are, these are life verses, life, right. life passage for me. Uh, you know, this probably sounds too much like I'm talking about me, but five o'clock in the morning most days finds me up, praying this prayer mm. and believing for you, specifically for Megan, but for all of you, for Wayne, for the leaders there, for Duff, for all of you, finding me, praying these, these verses in prayer, believing for your love to increase. So if there's a certain amount of chaos in your life, then it might be attributable to my prayers or somebody else's <laughs> Thank prayers. Thank you, David. If you feel like there's things in your life where you really don't love what's going on or the people you're mm. around, mm, that's probably Jean's prayers. <laughs> it's not, it's not gonna be mine. But uh, Paul says, Paul says in this prayer, we're gonna get a good run and start at it. Some of it, you we're know. We're in very,
1: Philippians chapter one. Chapter one, we are. Right, and we're looking at verse? Six. Good. It's
0: verse six. Paul says, Of this I am confident, I like this translation because he has all three time frames. Of this I'm confident that he who has initiated a good work in you, excuse me, <coughs> will continue to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about what's been in the past, what's going on right now, and what's going to happen in the future. So. He's making a great point about uh, about love. He falls all down here and talks, begins to pick up the theme of love again down in verse number verse seven, the last clause. He says, "God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the love of Christ Jesus Himself." And what I'm praying for is that your love may grow ever more abundant in full knowledge and universal discernment. Mm -hmm. So love grows if love can grow love can shrink
1: right right if
0: my awareness of god's love can grow my awareness of god's love to me or in me can shrink as well right and it says that it may grow that it may increase ever more abundant
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
0: no matter who you are or who you're talking to or what you're reading in the scripture. The one commodity that you have in your heart and life that gets spent, that gets used up beyond your faith is the love that you carry in your heart. You have to keep, and I've said this before in different different venues, but you have to keep an awareness of God's love for you in you because if you don't believe God loves you, right. you're not really going to be able to impact anybody else with the love of God. Eventually, you're living out of your spiritual overdraft. Right. So you have to make enough investment in you spiritually with God's presence with your relationship with the Lord that your heart can grow and swell that you can you can be confident that while well, you might be messing some stuff up that what he started in you he's continuing to do in you even if you get your shoes muddy right he's continuing to do in you and he's not going to quit He's going to carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ himself. Well, let
1: me just add the thought here that the love that's being spoken about here is a love that is already within us. It's yeah. been deposited in us by the Holy Spirit, Romans 5.5. 5. We have the same love that God is. First John 4.16 yeah. tells us that God is love. This very love that is self-sacrificing. John 3:16. He so loved that he gave. So this is the love yeah. that has come into our lives by virtue of the Holy Spirit. And when Paul is praying about this knowledge that he wants the Philippian church to hold, he's not talking about a knowing, a head knowledge. He's talking about something that has worked its way into my heart, into David's heart, so that in every circumstance, there is something about that love in me that causes me to respond in a right way so it's it's a knowledge that comes from experience. David makes me mad. I have to have I have to make a choice. I have to make a choice to lean into the love of God that has been given to me. You know, we, we hear people talk a lot of times about, well, I can't forgive that. If you knew what they did to me, you'd understand why I can't forgive them. But, but it's a lie, it's a deception, first of all, because anybody that names the name of the Lord Jesus Christ has this capacity already birthed in them by the role the Holy Spirit plays. So it is a lie to say you can't forgive.
0: Not only that, it's idolatrous
1: absolutely because that means I have to exalt my will but but it's a lie because I I can I can forgive I I have to I might not want to which is a bigger issue Mm -hmm. the want to Mm, that's right why don't I want to and will and want are synonymous really aren't they the will and the want Yeah. W-A-N-T
0: yeah not lack but no that's right that's
1: right the motivation
0: the uh, Sorry, I thought you were done.
1: Uh, No, I was just gonna say it again, that the knowledge here is not talking about a head knowledge. It's not just that you know God is love, but you have experienced the love that God has for you, and you have experienced that love operating through you in times where you didn't want to love like God loved, right?
0: Yeah, I did read something recently that nailed my shoes right to the floor Mm -hmm. about, about unforgiveness. And it said that, and this, this falls right hand in hand with love, the three big times Jesus preached on faith that we know of them, right, recorded, right. all have forgiveness and unforgiveness linked to yes, them. They it's do. like a big deal. Like yeah. if you don't forgive, yeah. Jesus said, I, I would have said it, but Jesus said, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you.
1: Yeah, faith works by love.
0: That's right, that's exactly right. So it, it, the, the author said this, he, yeah. said, he said, unforgiveness was idolatrous because number one, it, it required you to put the person that you would not forgive in the place of God. They became the dominant, mm. the dominant mm. Voice of your moral character and your value system. You spent your time thinking about them. You spent your time talking about them or what they had done. They got your words. They they basically get your worship. They get your praise. They get your they get your faith extended towards them because you can't forgive them. And it was idolatrous. That's, a, that's
1: a huge thought. It's a David. huge thought. Yeah.
0: And it's it's idolatry because it says I have to pay them back. I can't trust God who right, is right, the judge right. of all humanity right,
1: right, to good. do what's
0: right. Yeah. So. I'm going to keep to myself the option of dealing with that individual. I'm going to take God's place yeah. and I'm going to punish them for whatever they've done to and, me. And and how do we it.
1: punish them? We punish them by withholding love that is due them, right? That's exactly we right. we in our in your marriage, in your close yeah. relationships, what's the first thing you do when you are offended with somebody? I
0: fake it. and act like I'm not offended.
1: <laughs> no, you go to the garage and work on your stuff. <laughs>
0: I go out in the carport and well things Yes,
1: <laughs> no, you, know. you withdraw, right? You we withdraw. know that, that's what we all do. When, when we're, we've got our feelings hurt, we kind of take a step back and, and hold ourselves in check and uh, evaluate the situation that's going on and then hopefully we come to the place with yes, 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 Lord, I know I will forgive and move back to the right place.
0: <laughs> may it be oh, so. May it be so. Come quickly, Lord yeah, Jesus. Yeah, so Knowledge says, and
1: understanding.
0: Yeah, yeah. get ready to, to deliver that part of it there, and said, but it says I'm going to read back up to it. Mm-hmm. It says, more abundant in full knowledge and universal discernment. Mm. Those are beautiful phrases there. They mean they mean, as Jean said, not just a head knowledge, but the experience of it, but it talks about a sifting, a capacity to to measure things and put them in the right distinction, in the right order. Mm-hmm. And it says this, that you may be transparent and blameless for the day of Christ, laden or loaded down, filled with the fruits of righteousness that come through Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. So. Love growing in love wow. is apparently what yeah. drives the works that you do. Any works that you do that are not driven by love probably won't get the benefit for you that uh, you think they will or you think they should. Whatever you give, whatever you sacrifice, Paul said in First Corinthians thirteen. No matter, no matter what I give, if I give my body to be burned, no matter how yeah. I sacrifice myself, right. if I have love, if I have not love, I'm nothing.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: So these these are important truths.
1: They really are. Yeah so knowledge and all judgment he wants us to increase in these things the prayer is for that to increase and abound or overflow so that every decision every action is marked by the experience that we have in the love of god and so judgment comes in i thought this was really interesting when i began to do a a word study on all of this that it talks about how these two ingredients are like the boundaries that hold love in check so we have we have a spiritual experience with the love of God and because we've had that experience, we are coming along with all right judgment about what is right, because he goes on to say that we may approve
0: yeah, the things so that are excellent.
1: That's right. That
0: they're enabling you to choose what's best is what this translates
1: Yes, to. and so so without, without increasing in love, we lose the ability to have the boundaries of knowledge and judgment and we lose that ability to approve what is best in God and that word that that word judgment is is it talks about the moral distinction and ethics that control your life and so um, approving held the, held the context of looking at something and being able to determine the value that it held yeah. so that it yielded the best fruit possible yeah. in your life. And so I, I think that those are really key ingredients to the love of God that we want to increase and we want to grow in I was thinking about uh, Romans chapter 12 tells us to be renewed, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Help me quote that, that it might that we might be able to approve or prove prove what is
0: the good, acceptable and perfect will of God.
1: Right. And so so there is a place that we hold the word of God. But again, in this prayer, Paul said I don't want you to just know about love I want you to have the experience that love directs you into which is a little muddy sometimes. it really is isn't it it so so I was thinking about having a knowledge about something and and having the ability to hold a moral distinction about it because my judgment about what somebody else should do might not be the same judgment that God holds for that individual and so you know I'm thinking about Hebrews 4 talking about how the Word of God divides asunder soul and spirit but it also says it it uh, reveals it's a discerner it reveals the intent yeah. of the heart and so I can't judge anybody else's motivation about what they're doing other than my own, right? And so to have this knowledge and judgment and being able to approve the things that are best means that I'm always holding myself accountable to the best standard, if I could use that word, that the Lord holds in every situation. That's
0: that's a good thought right there because I'm thinking while you're talking that uh, there is a concept in the world today that love simply means not ever holding anyone right. accountable or not having any standards. Like when, when is enough enough? Right. When do you say, no, you can't do that. Right. You can't do that and be part of the family. You can't do that. And right. be Part of the church. You can't do that and be, and be uh, call yourself a Christian. Right. Because most of the world and most of the church world thinks that if we love somebody that anything goes, but this, this paragraph, Is specifically pointing out that that's not true. Right. That there are boundaries. Right. That that those boundaries have to be set. Right. By an ever increasing love, but that there's there's knowledge and there's discernment required for you to be able to say, wait a minute, you've gone outside, you've gone outside the banks.
1: Right. (laughs) You
0: you've swollen and gone before in a different way that we were reading in Thessalonians. Yeah. You've you've swollen and gone outside into your, into the seabed of your own selfishness and love requires me to tell you, no, Mm -hmm. you can't do Mm -hmm. that. Meg, never forget that when you pastor people, that if you really love them, you don't just tell them what they can do and validate who they are. You have to be able to come along in the right moment in the right way and invalidate the things that are wrong in their life as a husband as a father you've got to be able to come along and say this is good this is not good we do this we don't do that and no megan you've got to know that when you say no it doesn't mean that you've ceased loving.
1: that's right that's right that's the key isn't it it's the key
0: it's it's still it's still love love doesn't give everyone what they want all the time. No. <laughs> and God's love to you won't give you everything you want all the time, the way and when you want it.
1: God, But here's, a, here's another thought, which it just ties right into that. God's love always gives you the best, what's best for you,
0: I, right? I really don't want what's best. Really no, what we I don't want. always no, want that. But no. God's
1: love but sure. will always give us what's best for us. God is always working for our good. So when God looks into our life and sees anything in our life that yeah. is sowing destruction or leading us down a wrong or path. people that are. Yes, he steps in, yeah, doesn't he? He, does. he by the spirit. I mean, we, we it, it, however, he'll step in and arrest our attention and bring us back into a place of life. This is the love of God. The love of God compels us. To, to stay keep stay yeah, bank to stay in the banks. That's good. That's good. To
0: stay in the banks. Stay in and, the banks. And to be able to and, and it said by universal discernment, yeah. You know, the idea that you brought out was yeah. that it's it's uh you're gonna make some mistakes. Right. Love love makes mistakes. Sure it does. Love can't even if love doesn't decide and have an opinion, that's a mistake in itself many times. So love's gonna make mistakes but you learn by reason of use
1: yes, good. to
0: have to have your senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You're gonna do some things wrong. The people around you are gonna do some things wrong. You're gonna take God's name mm-hmm. and, and slap it over the wrong things that you did and call them right. You need to be able to go back and be able to say that I'm making a decision, I'm making a choice. Right. And I'm going to do what God wants to do, the way God wants to do it. It
1: comes back to the knowledge and judgment, doesn't it? Yeah, it comes
0: back to the knowledge and judgment. but uh,
1: Which holds which holds you in those banks.
0: That's exactly right. So, you got any more thoughts?
1: Just that we pray for them.
0: We do, we do, we do. We pray with all of our hearts, more than praying about your stuff. Right. I probably can't carry all your stuff. I can't even hardly carry mine. I try to carry jeans on occasion. (laughs) But more than carrying your stuff, we carry you. Yes. In our hearts and in our souls. Absolutely convicted and convinced that if the love of God grows and spreads through your heart, your soul, and your life, that you'll always know what to do. You'll know what's best. You'll know how to do it. And you'll stay on the right path. And that whatever comes your way by the grace and the goodness of God, you'll make the best out of it and come out of it as successfully and healthily as possible. We bless you. Yes. We're sorry we're out there with you. You were going to say something?
1: I do. I have one more thing to say, and, I, right. and I think it has a, a prophetic edge to it. Um, by this love will all men know you're His disciples. And uh, Corinthians tells us that we're to pursue love, faith, hope, and love are the three greatest things. And then Paul writes and says, pursue this love. As you make his love, the thing that you pursue in your life, Embassy Church will be known as a lighthouse of love that will draw people to it and find the mercy of God and the grace to grow in his love. You'll be a wonderful influence in your community. You will be. Mm-hmm. We've
0: enjoyed ourselves. We, we hope you have too. We're both sitting here curious right now. We're wondering if you realize that the fireplace behind us is cardboard. <laughs> we love you. Bless
1: you, God. Bless you, guys. I hope it's a great day for you. <laughs> yes, we do.
0: We do. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. God bless. Bye bye. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.